This is the Mariah Report. News, pop culture, and all things Mariah Carey. Hey, Dan. Hello. Hello, Martin. Hey, everybody listening. How's it going? Welcome to the Mariah Report. Here we are. Yes. We have some celebratory moments to talk about. Obviously, it was Mariah's anniversary. Mm-hmm. Good things are happening. We're going to catch up on some old news because we've been away for a while. So we got some Cardi B talk. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that'll come up in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, also, thank you guys for the great welcome back event that we had, oh, I guess. Yes. I always think when we do this, no one's going to listen. They're all gone. (laughs) (laughs) We lost them. Yeah, but not the case. No, no, no. We're back. Back in business. We appreciate it. You guys have not left. Uh Uh-huh. Well, there's so much to talk about with Mariah. No, there really, really is. But, you know, last week we were talking a little bit about how it was Divas Week because it was all the birthdays. Yes. Like, after the break, we'll go into, like, the deeper part of Mariah's anniversary because it was a celebration, honey. Mm-hmm. But um, you know who is not a part of the Divas Week is Tina Turner. Oh yeah, she's having a moment. I right love Miss Tina Turner, and she just the documentary just came out on the HBO. Yeah. Oh, I was loving it. I'm saving it because we mentioned that. So me and Dan, me and Dan are both going to California next week. Uh-huh. Separate separate times. So we're recording this a little bit early in case something happens. We're giving you a, a warning. <laughs> but I'm saving it for the plane ride over. I want to watch it then. Ooh, that's going to be good. But, you know, I don't know how much you love Miss Tina Turner, but you might need a box of tissues because her story is uh, everything. That's what I'm worried about. It's, it's really, it's really, but, oh, you know what I was going to think? Like, in terms of me watching this documentary, number one, Tina Turner, she's like everything. But the people who did, the producers of this documentary, also produced the Whitney documentary, like the official one. Wait, which official one? The I official one. Like <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, I think it's just called Whitney. It's the, the one, one that, that has in the like, cinema? Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. I think okay. it, yeah. So I think it's the same production team. Ah, uh, that was good. It was really good. And so you're going to love this this Tina one. And I was like, you know what? Because you know I've been talking about I want Mariah to do not a movie, but a documentary. Yes. And uh-huh. I think this would be the perfect production company. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I, would, I co-sign this idea because, yes, we need our docu, eight-part docu-series, but we also need an official documentary. Yes, I want to hear from Mariah's <laughs> like Mariah's mouth. I mean, obviously we have yes. the audio book and everything like that, but like I want to see the unseen footage. I yes. want other people talking about her. I want clips, videos, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yes. real ones, real. Yes, <laughs> things yeah. we haven't seen before. Like maybe, just maybe, she'll give us like some you know stage moments from Charm Bracelet mm. or mm-hmm. the Rainbow Tour or something mm-hmm. like that. You know what I mean? Yes, I. Love these ideas. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. That no, one could be just, three. Uh, th- yeah, that one could be a three hour documentary. No, it really should. It could be a two parter. <laughs> yeah. It could. It could. And no, but I think this production company or the team who did it, it's called Lightbox. And they do so many good things. I mean, outside of documentaries. But I was just like, you know what? Let me let me just put in the suggestion box that <laughs> Mariah does the documentary with them. Just saying. Yes. I agree. Yes. Tina Turner. Yeah. No, I love a Tina Turner moment. So I'm looking forward to the doc. She's signing off 
So this is it for her. Well, as it should be. Once you yeah. see this documentary, you're like, okay, girl, you have worked enough. <laughs> Go have yeah. a seat. We uh-huh. ain't mad at you. Well, I remember when Oprah interviewed her for Oprah's next next chapter, which was probably like 10 years ago now. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Right. I was thinking, she's good. She's retired. She's luxuriating. I want to be Tina Turner when I grow up. Right over there in a beautiful home in Switzerland. Yes. Uh She's living the lavish life. I know. She's got her husband. It's good. Oh, she's she's doing it. She is doing it, and I'm not mad at her because, you know, I love Tina Turner. Probably at least once or twice a year, I will get into like this Tina Turner moment and I will listen to nothing but Tina for like two or three days. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Yeah. But anyway, so good good for Tina and I'm down for Mariah Doc. But yeah, other than I lo- that. <laughs> I love how now we're watching um, documentaries and biofilms taking notes about what we want. <laughs> Yes, honey, put it in the suggestion box. She'll dig through there. She'll take what she wants. But also we're seeing the standard is high now where it's Mm -hmm. at. Yeah, I think, you know, because especially for a lot of these legendary artists like Tina or Whitney, um, Mariah needs something like that. She does. Mm -hmm. And needs to be well done. And mm-hmm. like, you know, I loved back in the day, like when like VH1 would do like an hour special with her or, and you, you know, like the yes. around the world with the charm bracelet tour, whatever. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Love it. Love it. But no, no, no. I want like a real one. Did I tell you I saw that on the plane, the around the world with Mariah Carey? <laughs> no. And I, did, and I didn't even know it existed. So I was getting on the plane. I guess I think I was coming to. I was coming to see the Charm Bracelet tour, I think. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. And then it was on the plane, on the menu, just, and it was called um, Around the World with Maria Carey. Okay, and I was that, like, what okay. is this? <laughs> and then I had this whole Charm Bracelet documentary to watch 10 times on the flight over. And you were gagged, I'm sure. Yeah, it was amazing. No, it's so, so good. Yeah. But that's just, that's what lets me know that there's so much um, footage that we have yet to see. Oh, yeah, but there's tons. Yeah. In that vault. Oh, of course. Of course. Especially during Charm Bracelet, because somebody was like recording her all the time. And like, I'm mm. sure Mimi and all of that kind of stuff. Someone's recording her all the time. But mm-hmm. anyways, in other news, I'm fully vaccinated. Oh, you got the second shot? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yay. Uh-huh. I got my first shot today. Girl, did, <laughs> how, did, how did you? Well, I guess now in New York, anybody could get it, right? Is that it's what happened? To, yeah, it's open to 30 plus now in New York. Yeah. So I had an appointment um, pre-scheduled, like finagled it a little bit, but now it's but legit. But you were, you were going to be eligible anyway. <laughs> yes, you just exactly. didn't know yet. <laughs> um, I had to like talk my way in, but I did it. I made, I made it happen. But I'm not having any side effects. I'm not having a sore arm or anything. Did you get the, the one shot or the two shot? The two shot, the Pfizer. Okay, I got the, I, that's what I got too, I think. I think from the armory uptown? Yeah, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, oh, you went too. to the armory. Oh, yeah, okay. Same. All right. All right. <laughs> yes, yes. That's what they're giving out over there. So I went and collected mine. Uh-huh. Um, now, how long were you there for? Because for my first shot, I was there for maybe an hour. But my second shot, I was in and out the door in less than 20 minutes. Uh, I would say less than, a, less than an hour. It was a line. But. It was pretty efficient. It's like Disneyland where they keep you moving and walking the whole time yeah. through a maze. So you're not standing around. You're moving on the move, uh-huh. on the go. Uh, 
the needle didn't hurt at all. I thought it was going to be painful for some reason in my mind. Nothing. I felt nothing. N- not even. Wait, you got it today? Today, like a felt a tiny, tiny prick. I thought it was okay. going to be a jab, and like you know, sometimes you can feel the liquid going in. Like nothing. Oh. I didn't feel any of that. Oh, I don't know about the liquids, but <laughs> I've had painful, pain, painful vaccines. Well, when I got my first one, the gentleman who was administering it jabbed my arm so hard that I swear to you, he like bruised my bone because I like it hurt so bad that I was like, "Oh my god, are you? Did you just stab me?" Oh my god! Like I instantly felt it, and my, then of course, like the whole day, my arm was like in pain. But the did second he pinch, pinch the skin. I don't think he did. He, I, oh. Girl, he just came up and went boom. I was oh, like, "Wait a right. minute, sir." <laughs> I, we we had to talk first. <laughs> no, you're supposed to pinch the skin so there's like extra volume. Yes, and, and then you know, insert I, the needle. I have really skinny, skinny, thin arms. So he just went right in and I was like, sir, you are lucky I got Jesus. Because that hurt like instantly. And then like, you know, the residual hurt, of course, was like later on in the day. But yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm speaking of Jesus. Have you seen Little Nas X's video? (sighs) Okay. I did not watch the video, but I have seen clips and I've heard all about it. Here's the thing. Everybody's so late to the Little Nas X party. I've been jamming out to Little Nas X. Oh, really? Oh, yes, see, I'm way late then. His EP is good. He's got some bops on it. There's there's one. My favorite bop is called Closure on there. Okay. And there's like two or three good songs on there. The Sneaker Debacle. Here's my prediction for it. Since we're recording this a little early. It's all an April's Fool's joke. <sighs> okay, that makes sense now. Because I was like, hold on, wait a minute. Uh-huh. He's punking everybody. He's pulling stunt. He's a stunt queen. Yeah. That's what he's doing. Because you can't put blood inside of a shoe, number one. No. And number two, it'd be really bold if he's just taking their product with their logo and selling it on his own. Like, you can't, you know you can't do that. Yes, exactly. So it's, you know what? Now I'm smelling a stunt, girl. It's a prank. It's a subtle (laughs) prank. Punking everybody. Watch. All right. Well. That's my prediction. I think that's a pretty solid prediction because I think, you, you know, he's, he's getting people hyped up. He's getting people's, uh, what do they say, panties in a bunch? They are in a bunch, yeah. <laughs> All kinds of bunches. <laughs> people must be real confused because they're probably like pissed that Satan's getting a lap dance, but then also like can't defend Satan because they're supposed to be against Satan. Right, exactly. Oh, <laughs> these people, their minds are exploding. Yes, it's great. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so I, lo- I love that aspect of the controversy that he's causing because it's really like, are y'all really, y'all got nothing better to do? Uh-huh. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I don't even know nothing about no little Nas X. So like, I didn't watch the video, but I also, I really don't, care enough for him to watch the video so like why if y'all hate him so much Mm -hmm. why y'all watching his video then i know like you could also not watch the video yeah and i didn't watch it because it's all devil i just watched it because i don't have time because i got too many mariahs to watch the crazy thing is that so people are so worried about their kids tiktok is crazy right now i have deleted (laughs) tiktok I, I was like, okay, I've seen too many things on this now. Yeah, exactly. If the parents only knew what the kids were doing on the TikTok. I know. And then I was thinking, okay, is Rocky still banned from TikTok? Because I hope so. I hope it's, they're not on yeah, TikTok. Yeah, now, now that I see what TikTok is, I'm like, no, 
you, you're too young for TikTok. You got to be like <laughs> a little bit older. I feel too young for TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, to delete it. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is not working. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean, more power to Lil Nas X, whatever, and blah, blah, blah. Allegedly, he's going to be debuting at number one with this song. So that makes sense. It's a bop. It's a jam. Is it? Okay, maybe yeah. I'll have to listen just to like, or watch the video just to hear the song. It's catchy. His my only um, suggestion box for Nas X is he's a bad lip syncer. He's bad. Oh, really? At it. Yeah. Okay. Watch his lips. He's not good at lip syncing <laughs> to his own songs. Well, we know a, a, a no good lip syncer when we see one. So <laughs> <laughs> allegedly, uh, yeah, allegedly. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, anyway, anyways, should we get into some Mariah news? Let's get into some headlines. We'll do a hard segue. Yes. Or a hard pivot. Um, But yeah, Mariah's making headlines all the time. And this first one we're going to talk about is about a month old. Mm -hmm. But we were off the air. We were on hiatus when this happened. Yeah, Mariah has a new job. She's a journalist now. Oh, I love it. On the side. (laughs) (laughs) So she interviewed for Interview Magazine... She interviewed Cardi B, which was a real out-of-the-box surprise for us, I guess. Yeah, I don't think anyone would have thought, oh, Mariah and Cardi B, uh, let's do an interview. I mean, there were those rumors of, like, Cardi on the remix of a no-no and whatnot. But, like, Mm -hmm. never in a million years did I think, oh, they'd be having a telephone conversation and being like, Mm -hmm. hey, girl, what's up? Yeah. Which I'm glad about because, you know, you want to break the ice. We just happened to be there for it. Right, exactly. So for Interview Magazine, Cardi B was on the cover. And, um, you know, they they chatted like old girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Nice to see that Cardi is a fan of Mariah. Mm-hmm. That's true. And not just saying that. Like, she knows the music. She has memories of listen, listening to Mariah music. She was nervous talking to her. Yeah, I feel like, you know, they did release the audio of the conversation between the two ladies. Um, But I would have loved to see them like sitting down together. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But either way, we got a lot. We got the article. We got some audio from it. So it's all good. It's all good. And, you know, I've grown to appreciate Cardi B just overall. Mm -hmm. Because at first Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, girl. I don't have time for this, but I came around because (laughs) (laughs) now I like her. No, she's cool. I love Cardi. Her social media presence is hilarious. Or her, she's one very intelligent and up to date with social issues. But whenever she's goofing around, that's hilarious as well. Yes, yes, it is. She has a good sense of humor and she doesn't, you know, she doesn't take everything so seriously. Unlike some other rappers that are out there. Uh, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so there were some really interesting conversations that Mariah and Cardi talked about. Uh, there was a lot of Mariah talking about the book and sort of like trying to get Cardi's upbringing because Cardi's also from New York. So like they were talking about that a little bit. But Mariah mm-hmm. asked her like, what'd she say? She said, did you have someone in your life like a parental figure or a sister to help you figure out your hair? Because mm. it was very traumatic thing for me having a black father and a white mother because of my mother who raised me blah 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 we know the story who Mm. taught you to do hair masks because cardi does got good hair Mm -hmm. like even in the photos in 
this interview magazine, like, honey, she's serving the hair. She's mm-hmm. obviously, you know, there's extra hair in there, but you know what I mean? Like, she's always serving good hair. And we know that hair was a big topic in Mariah's book as well. But Cardi was basically over here talking about how she started doing her hair herself. She learned, she figured it out on her own. Well, I think growing up in the Bronx, she's a bit close, a bit closer to the city and closer to Harlem. So there's more access to the, the stores and the people around that can help her out and help her figure it out. Whereas I think Mariah was out on Long Island with less less resources. You know what? I I think you're I think you're right <laughs> on that one. <laughs> I mean, even though Mariah was in the beauty school and she probably uh-huh. at one point had some access, but she didn't she didn't have the real life moments of um, you know coming up with these things. Yeah, especially younger when she was a younger. Oh young yeah, <laughs> especially yeah. Like just think of like the '80s and whatnot. Yeah. Uh huh. There's no Google to figure it out. And there's no YouTube tutorials or, yes, or like yes. a TikTok video, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, overall, the interview was pretty good. Like, I love just the general chit chat. There was um, Mariah was talking about wearing a bra. Mm hmm. Yeah. And how she, she hates underwire. And I'm like, girl, I don't even know what that all really means, but I get you. <laughs> but uh, Mariah mentioned starting a bra line, which I would co-sign on to a bra line. Uh, you know, we were we were talking, I think maybe on our Patreon or something about products that Mariah could possibly partake in outside of mm-hmm. music and whatnot. And I think that's that might be up her alley because you know she loves a lingerie. Any excuse to take a photo uh, in lingerie, or any excuse to show up at the Kelly and Ryan show in lingerie. Yes. Any excuse. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna have to sell the products. This <laughs> <laughs> would be perfect but they started talking about that but it was cracking me up because cardi b she has like no filter she was like i have her answer written down right here she's like so mariah's like you know blah 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 the bra and cardi said i don't know because i'm not really a bra person these titties be hanging (laughs) (laughs) Um, that's her business that's that's the moment where i wish that they were sitting down talking on film because Mm -hmm. that's the facial reaction I want to see from Mariah, like when <laughs> Cardi's yeah. talking about her titties hanging. That's what I want to see. <laughs> yes, yes. So it was a very interesting conversation, but uh-huh. it was interesting. And there, there was a moment where Cardi also sort of like flipped the script and started asking Mariah questions. And that's mm. when you know that like, or at least like for me, that it's not an interview, that it's really a conversation. Yes, but see, this is why I like the idea of it just being a phone call and not a sit-down interview with cameras, because this is the moment Cardi forgot what she was doing and she's just on the phone with Mariah. Okay, true, true. There's not like the lighting and the cameras and people taking pictures and all of that kind of stuff. So I get that too. Yeah, this is when it got cute and good. She got comfortable a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she asked Mariah like, what she feels, well, what she says is, are people more accepting nowadays than they used to be? I feel like back then, celebrities had to have a squeaky clean image. Mm. And we mm-hmm. know how squeaky clean Mariah's image was <laughs> in those early 90s. Yeah, but also think about when Butterfly happened and she was wearing mini dresses and Heartbreaker wearing crop tops, how bent out of shape people got. Oh, th- they were they were as bent out of shape then yes, than yes. as people are right now about <laughs> Lil Nas X. I'm yes, like, if yes. y'all don't like it, don't watch it. But and what's I mean, the problem? Relax. 
It's a video clip. I know. Like, what do you think? You want her standing there in a dress every time she does a video? Give me a break. Yeah, I know. Can she please get on a ski, a ski do whatever those, a, what are, a jet ski? Yeah. Well, fast forward to Cardi B. Imagine Mariah was on a stripper pole, like wearing barely <laughs> anything, doing a WAP video. Could you imagine? I mean, people's heads would have literally <laughs> exploded. Yeah. We're, whereas now we embrace it. We're loving oh, it. What oh, Cardi's yeah. doing. Oh, yeah. I mean, there are obviously the people who don't embrace it, but it's just like those are the people who have too much time on their hands and need to worry about their own lives. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but either way, the the whole interview was great. They both had a good time. Of course, there was this moment where they're like, "Oh, we should do a song together." So it's like, "Okay, sure, great." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which would would be cute. Yeah, I would be down for it. But I want a really good song. Oh, of course, it has to be. Because how would it work? Because Mariah would be singing, and then we got Cardi. Cardi, is she going to do multiple rap verses? No, you know, Cardi just needs one. One. You know what song I really started liking. Cardi B from was that song with Maroon 5. Really? Yeah, that's when, because you know I love a little <laughs> pop song, and I, I do like some Maroon 5, but then she did the remix, and she just had that little verse, and I was like, alright, this is a bop. This is a bop right here. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Maybe it was something like a Heartbreaker remix, where there's a rap in the beginning and a rap in the middle, and she could do both bits. I think that's sort of like what a lot of the lambs were thinking when there was so much talk floating around about the a no no remix uh-huh. cuz that would have been that would have been hot do we want something like the Buster Rhymes song where there's a lot of Cardi B and then Mariah comes in for the verses and little ad libs no i think Mariah should take the lead and Cardi uh-huh. should special guest Cardi B yeah i mean she's good at that that's like yeah. her I mean, obviously she has other good songs that are like her own and whatnot, but mm-hmm. so she all she needs is a little is a little spot and that would be good for me. Yeah. All right. So let's take a quick break. And when when we come back, there was some book a book lecture at a university that you saw and you have to tell me about. Yes. And we have an update on the Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis project as well. Of course. So be right back. Do you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? You need to know about Anchor.fm. Anchor has created tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Best of all, it's completely free. So take the first step. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back. Here we are. Yes, a little splash break moment. I hope everyone is refreshed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, Dan. So during the week, there was a university lecture. You know, we complain about how academia neglects Mariah. Yes. Well, here we go. The the tides are shifting, finally. (laughs) Yes. And I'm so glad that I came across, or I don't even know how I found out about this, uh, somewhere online. Someone, I guess they tweeted it, someone tagged us, and then we retweeted it. Something like that. But I was like, oh, this sounds right up our alley. So this is from 
SFU. Simon Fraser University in Canada. Yes. Mm-hmm. British Columbia. Mm. And they got a great panel together and did mm. a Zoom book club meeting. So these mm. are people who are not lambs. Mm-hmm. These are like, you know, I, I guess they're like scholarly type people. Academics. Yeah, academics, if you will. <laughs> Scientists. <laughs> so they got like a handful of people together and they, they all read the book. And then they did like this two hour uh, discussion about it. Okay. And it was really fascinating. So I missed it, but they're going to be posting it onto their YouTube, and they say it takes about a week or two to, for them to upload it. So I'm going to keep, keep my eye out, but tell me what happened. Oh, for, girl, it was so good. You know, because as lambs, we talk to each other like lambs, and we know mm-hmm. so much about Mariah and so and many- the codes, mm-hmm. the words, mm-hmm. the things. Uh-huh. <laughs> These, so hearing other people, after reading Mariah's book, talk about her and how they interpret things Mm. was really sort of mind-blowing for me. I was loving every second of it, and I wish they would have talked for another three hours. Were they making sense? Like, were they on track? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Okay, yes, yes, they were. Okay, but I do have to tell you, (laughs) there were a few times. So they did have a special guest, and it was Michaela Angela Davis, co-author of The Meaning of Uh Mariah Carey. So she joined them at one point, and she was taking questions from some of the viewers and Zoom members or whatever. And Miss Michaela was not letting them speak any facts that were not true. Like, there was Mm. this one guy, his name's Danny (laughs) Alexander, and he wrote a book about Mary J. Blige. So he's Ah. like, so he's not necessarily a scholar. He's more of like the pop industry type person that they had on the panel because he Mm -hmm. knows a lot of like the female pop stars or whatever. Anyways, and he wrote a book on it. Mm. And he, um, he had said, Oh, um, Barbara Streisand is has the is the only female who ever um, sold more than Mariah. And Michaela was like, "Let me just correct you, sir." <laughs> <laughs> yes, good, good, good. <laughs> and then there was another point where there was a question about um, wait, wait, what is the correction? Mariah just recently started outselling Barbara. Well, yeah, she was like, "Oh, Mariah actually has sold more." I mean, here right. in America, they are they are tied with RR. RIAA certifications. Right. But globally, Mariah has sold like way more. Mm-hmm. So she is the biggest selling female recording artist in history. Um, yes, and there, I agree. <laughs> there was also a question that somebody sent in, and I forget exactly what it was, but they said something about Mariah writing this book for, for her brand or something like that. And Michaela's like, listen, I don't know what you're talking about. Because mm-hmm. Mariah did not write this for any reason other than her own personal growth and, and you know, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah. you know, once she hands that over to the publishing company and the marketing, that's, that's a whole dub- another thing. But Mariah did not, me and Mariah did not sit around here talking about, oh, we have to, like, do it this way. So she's like, let me correct you on the reason Mariah wrote this. She had nothing to do with any of that. None of that was in the process of writing this book. So well, hang on. What does that mean for the brand? What brand? Well, I think for the brand of Mariah, I guess, as a, as like a marketing tool, I guess. Like you, you, should, you should have a book out. Or something like that. Hmm. And that's why Michaela instantly was like, I can't answer that question because I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I didn't get brand vibes. No. 
no, no, no. Like she's not trying to like reinvent so, her image or anything. Yeah. And it wasn't like this album was made like this, this album was made like that specifically. Mm-hmm. Just music. It was so personal, the stories. Yeah. I mean, it was just it was just really interesting. But that that question came from um somebody. We we don't know them. <laughs> it wasn't from one of the panelists because they had a really great panel of people. Yeah, and there was there was Jennifer, this woman named Jennifer Spear, and she is a historian, and she was like really interested. She's a historian about mixed race culture, ooh. and so now she didn't get a lot of time to talk. But I was like, ooh, but she's like, yeah, I study a lot of like mis- mixed race culture from the 1800s, and you know all of that kind of stuff. So like, these are the level of people that they have talking about this book. Yes, yes. <laughs> but uh-huh. this, th- she didn't have a lot of time to really talk, but she was very like interested in Mariah's family member's life. Mm. And so she was like, that was like the high point or most interesting point from her. And I was like, yeah, girl, I get it. Interesting. Um, but there was, there was just so many things, but a lot, they, they hit up upon everything you could imagine. And there was one of the panelists kept saying that the overall sense from, that she got from the book was that Mariah has, for the majority of her life, had this desperation for a sense of safety like from oh. childhood so like they're going deep girl they are going deep yeah yes yes and and the mental abuse uh-huh. and the 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 lack of or the neglect from the parents and all of that mm. everything mm-hmm. they discussed it all and it was really really good so all right you know when when it comes up on the youtube we'll definitely share it for you all well now i can't wait to watch it oh girl fascinating how long was it? It was about an hour and 45 minutes. It was pretty good. Yeah. Very, very good. Very good. I mean, it was only supposed to go for like an hour and a half, but they were yeah. like, okay, we got so many questions that we, right. we should continue. So they did take some extra questions, but it's really, really good. All right. I'm going to check it out. Maybe I'll save that for the plane too. Oh, yeah. Save it for the plane. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> As long as you got something saved for the plane, you're good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Well, Diva's week continues because actually Mariah's birthday anniversary, sorry, was this week. Also, shout out to Sean who does our graphics. It's his birthday this week as well. Uh, yes. Hello, Diva. Yes, Diva week. But we, Mariah was out there celebrating with her friends. Yes, she was. And there was uh, DJ Nice's set special Mariah party that he did. Yes. Absolutely. Were you tuned in for that? I was fully tuned in. I could not okay. wait. I was there the whole time. Okay. Well, I feel like I was late because I didn't get any Mariah songs. It was like other people's songs. Well, he was playing like all the divas, like, you know, all the birthday divas. Um, uh, but he did play okay. a lot of Mariah. You, I think I missed most of the Mariah. Yeah, you must have missed most of the Mariah because Mariah was supposed to make an appearance mm. and she never did. Like she was there like typing in. I saw her in the chat. But she was supposed to be there visually. <laughs> Allegedly, was, I guess. Maybe she had to keep the mask on. <laughs> well, well, yes, but then she, she kept saying in the chat, she was like, um, oh, Christopher is still working on the makeup. Um, or, oh, I'm not ready yet. Or something like that. Uh, and it's like, girl, you better get ready. Because uh-huh. he's winding up. Yeah, right. <laughs> 
but either way, it was it was a fun time, and there were all the lambs were online, and I really liked uh, his set. Like the he was jamming out. He does good jams. He's a good a good DJ. Obviously, you know, at least this year the birthday the celebration that was uh, you know a better mood than last year when it was like. <laughs> The beginning of the pandemic, we didn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> Had no idea. And also remember last year, she also did an Instagram live on her birthday with Sus1, uh-huh. remember? And she was in the closet Yeah, and the kids were running around and all it was mm-hmm. and, and like everyone got online and was like oh my god this is a mess it's a disaster <laughs> like mariah <Yeah. laughs> she's like in a whirlwind of a fucking tornado of you know kids kids yeah. um, and then remember mariah went and tweeted them back and said sorry you didn't like it yeah yeah it's like what do you want that's probably why she didn't come on this time no it's probably exactly why she didn't come on this time <laughs> but it looked as though, because we did get, um, she did go on briefly with Jermaine Dupree afterwards, but I didn't stick around for any of that because it was already late. All right. Okay. Can we talk about that real quick? Because, so there was word on the street last week or the week before. We didn't really talk about it because we it was confusing. Where is Mariah? Where in the world is Mariah these days? Yeah. And so when it was announced that Mariah has the new makeup artist working with her, someone told us that, oh... They've been in, in Atlanta the last few months or something, the last few weeks. Uh-huh. But then I heard maybe she's in back in upstate New York. And I didn't hear any of this. So this is news to me. I'm thinking Mariah's over in LA. That's what I thought too. But now seeing Jermaine and um, Debrat with her, mm-hmm. she's obviously on the East Coast somewhere. Yeah. It seems as though she probably is because I don't think they would make a cross-country trip. Mm. But like, you know, mm-hmm. Atlanta to New York... Is like you can nothing. Get the bus. You can get yeah, the bus. You can drive. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> the, however, they the, do it. And Trey was there. Tra- East Coaster as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Christopher was also there, and we know that Christopher's been in. Uh, he's been in New York. Okay. Mm-hmm. So these are all East Coast folks here. Clues. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm thinking. So I think well, she might be. Here? She's she working. Living her life, girl. <laughs> Recording. Do you think she's recording? Is this where the studio is? She has to be back in the New York apartment, her home studio. I don't think so because I don't think her home stu- her home studio uh, is not pink, and we've mm. been seeing her in that pink one. Mm-hmm. I don't True. know, girl. She's so you just never know. It's like where in the world is Mariah? Do you know what I do want from Mariah? Is a vaccine update. <laughs> <laughs> We all want to make sure she's vaccinated and safe. Yeah, I mean, come on then, now. Then we can relax and rest. <laughs> I would imagine, well, now if she's in New York, she, of course, probably is. Yeah, 30 plus can now get it. Yeah. Although, you know, the crazy thing is I saw like, I, I think maybe it was like a, a music publication on Twitter had tweeted, oh, happy 52nd birthday, Mariah. And I was like, wait, Mariah's not 52. She's only 50. And then I was like, wait a minute. No, she's 51. (laughs) There is that confusion about the actual number. There is that confusion. And there's also the fact that I totally forgot that she celebrated a birthday last year as well. Yes, she does. I forgot that I had even celebrated a birthday. (laughs) And I was like, wait a minute. Wait, how old am I? Okay. All right. Now that I know Mariah's uh, age, my age, everything's good in life. Yeah. I hate when that happens when you legit forget your age and you have to calculate 
I'm like, wait, just to make sure. What happened? You know, because after a certain point, you just stop counting. Yeah. But then someone will ask you, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm 32. Wait, yeah. wait ooh, girl, I just <laughs> lied straight to your face. <laughs> yeah. Or one of your friends is, you're in the same bracket, but they change ages, and you're like, wait, what age am I? Yeah. It's, you're in between. It's, it's a problem. <laughs> it's a problem. It is. <laughs> just like daylight savings, which is just cancel counting them. After a certain point. Yeah, it's just it's just ridiculous. Come on now. We're just here. Too many of the numbers and things. Um, yeah. Now, what did you think about the decor for Mariah's birthday? They did like a little Mariah day spot or night spot. It was like the club up in there. It was like the club. Um, cute. Yes, I liked it. They turned it into a club. And I'm just thinking, who who's in charge of turning it into Mariah Club? Oh, yeah, there's a dance floor, a customized dance floor. Could you floor see and all like the big Mariah letters by the pool yes. and everything? Yes, yes. Girl, it was the, the club, bus. and they were up all night. They were up all night. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> th- but that's what made me think that they were on LA time because Jermaine Dupri uh, was doing lives and Instagram stories at like five o'clock in the morning, seven o'clock in the morning. He's over there making avocado toast, and Mariah's like, do not show me. <laughs> Uh-huh, yes. So that's why I was thinking that they were on LA time, because I'm like, okay, well, if it's LA time... That's like three or four in the morning. That's a reasonable that's re- party. <laughs> Very <Yeah>. reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, but you know Mariah, she's a night owl anyways, and the party didn't start until midnight, so... Uh-huh, that makes sense. I mean, why not? It's pandemic days still, Yeah, it's like, where are you going? You're going to go upstairs and go to bed eventually. <laughs> yeah. But it was cute. It was cute. And I'm glad Mariah had a lot of fun. She also, before even the Instagram Live happened, Mm. you know, the lambs were out celebrating all day online. Mm -hmm. And there was a Zoom lamb chat meeting that basically lasted like all day. And people like would pop in and pop out. Mm. Well, to all the lamb, lamely surprise, Mariah actually made an appearance on the Zoom with the lambs. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I missed out on this because I didn't, I was doing other things, so I was not on the Zoom. Wait, did you get an invite? No, not at all. Same. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody knew Mariah was making an appearance, and it was orchestrated by a lamb. It wasn't like through Mariah or anything. Uh-huh. So it's like, you know, the lambs were throwing all the online parties and Interesting. You know, whoever was there was there. And she spent like a good half hour, 45 minutes just chatting with the lambs. Hmm. That's nice. I know, right? I would have been like, yeah. girl, I would have turned my camera off immediately because I know my <laughs> wig would not have been right. <laughs> like she could not see me. But and and Mariah was just on audio as well. She didn't have a camera turned on. Ah, uh, okay. So, because she was getting ready for for Club Mariah. Celebrations all around. Honey, that's what it's all about. All right, what is next in the headlines? Okay, well, let's go back to the studio. Okay. So, you know how with the pink studio, you know, we're talking about how she was on the live recording something in her professional studio booth. Mm -hmm. We got some updates, some intel came through. Yes, now let's discuss. Yeah, so remember last week we said, that she's working, she, well, Mariah said that she's working with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, and we weren't too sure about that Right, suggestion. we had all kinds of theories. Yes, yes. Okay, <laughs> well, here we, we have some developing news on this. So, our listener, Hazza81 on Twitter, wrote to us, Hey, dolls, welcome back. Regarding Mariah working on JJ and TL, 
they have an album coming up of their own where lots of people worked on it in the past. They do, they're doing lead vocals on it, but they had talked about it. And so according to, so we did some research, uh-huh. according to Billboard, this was from November, billboard.com, a release announcing the single that promise, that promises he don't, oh, so they have a new song out. It's a single <laughs> it's called. Like, listen, basically they got a new song. <laughs> they got a new song out. It's called He Don't Know Nothing About You with Babyface. It's the lead single from their new album. And it's their first off their new deal, their new record deal. So then I went and listened to the Babyface song and it's good. Is it? Yes. It's like old school 90s R&B, like kind of um, like boys to men slash TLC, crazy, sexy, cool vibes. Okay. Like that era. So then I got all excited because that could be a really good Mariah song. Remind us of those days. A bit like dedicated, oh, like a throwback moment. Okay. All right. And it's on their album over there. It's not a Mariah album. Okay. All right. So, so now, I'm, now I'm on board with this situation. So they, but they only have this one song out right now. The he right now it's the What's one it called? Song. He Don't Know About Nothing? He Don't Know Nothing nothing About You. Okay. It's on Spotify. Listen to it. It's very good. All right. And I love so it. So that's Babyface. All right. We like a Babyface moment. Yeah. Um, and so you think Mariah, but here's the thing that, that makes me think that she's doing more than just this little thing. Because she's in okay. the studio so much. And, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, didn't she say that she was working with people last Christmas? Last Christmas. Remember at like... Which, the, which Christmas? The, which last I know, Christmas? right? <laughs> I think... Well, I think it was uh, the All I Want for Christmas is You video premiere at the YouTube. So that was two Christmases ago. Was it two Christmases ago? <laughs> yes. Oh my God, for real? Yeah. Well, this, that was see, BC. <laughs> oh, Jesus. My timing is all, all askew. But didn't she say that she was working with some with a gentleman or two? But she said unexpected okay. and different. Okay, so maybe that... Because I just feel like maybe she was referencing Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis way back then, but maybe not. No, no, the vibe she gave was someone out of the box. Okay. Well, there's... That we don't know. Yes, okay. So, all right, all right. Now it's all coming back to me. But I just feel mm-hmm. like, okay, well, if she did one song for them, do you think she'd still be recording it? Like right now? This is probably the side job she's doing. I feel like it would already be done. Um, le- well, I don't well, know. Who knows? This re- who knows? Yeah, this release came out in November and the song was released. Um, it's been out for a while and it's now March. So maybe they're delaying the album. I don't know. And there's no other news on. This- yeah, it's probably delayed then. Yeah. So she could still be working on it. All right. Well, hey, I first of all, let me be real. I didn't even know Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis still made albums. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I know. I sure know. didn't. <laughs> but I'm I'm down for this. I'm down. Yeah. Well, I got excited from the the first single because then I was thinking, all right, this could actually be really good. Yeah. I mean, again, I think last week I was talking about how Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis are very dated and very 80s, mm-hmm. which would be cute for like a glitter moment or a cover song. Mm-hmm. But if you're telling me this is like a a cute throwback 90s. moment 90s i'm like all right yeah. i could i could deal with that uh-huh i mean they did a lot of good they did a lot of good work with janet too yeah but remember our complaint was you know we like the caution direction that we're going in we don't want to go backwards uh-huh. so this is good because it's it's that vibe the retro vibe over there on their album all right all right i'm hey listen mm-hmm. i'm down for it 
As mm-hmm. long as this isn't a song that we've been waiting 18 years for, and it's a part, it's not a part two to anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> as long as it's not that, then I think we're going to be okay. Because you know, you didn't know we've been eating, waiting 18 years for this, <laughs> but you have been. Oh, I have. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. Oh, Buster Rhymes. Bless him. Bless him. No. All right. So we're going to keep our eye out for what Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis are got, are they're, what they're working on, because it makes right. sense for Mariah to, to be on that album. Yes. And if you want to track it, track them, not Mariah releasing mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right. So we'll keep our eyes open for that. Yeah. I'll say that's it for the Mariah News for this week. Yeah, I think we, we covered, you know, what's happening now. We did a little back in time, a mini back in time with the Cardi mm-hmm. B moment. We did. I think we're all caught up too, right? With what happened with 2021. Oh, I'm sure we could come up with some something else that we missed. Mm-hmm. But There's things to dig. That's, yeah. That was like mm-hmm. one of the major things. So, mm-hmm. covered. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's it for the Mariah News. Something that we love over here at the Mariah Report is reviews on apple podcasts because it helps the show grow and it's a way that you can support the show and it helps other people find us it's just part of the algorithm that apple loves and so we also love hearing from you guys as well and we always read them and check them so we're going to read some of our favorites that had happened yes and so the first one we have it's from amy cakes here in america and she says keeping it festive i don't know why it took me so long to discover this podcast but i'm so happy i did I have been an avid listener since last summer, and now I'm going back and listening from the beginning, which must be a journey. And an, or a nightmare. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you, Dan and Martin, for this podcast, so I can lamb out, laugh, cry, and relive all of the Mariah moments again and again. Thanks, Amy. Yes, Amy. We love to hear it. We love to hear it. I have one yeah. from James Louis, 25, uh, from Canada. Canada. It's a Canada episode today. Absolutely. They say, I just finished the most recent episode on Friday and literally hoping the next Friday would come the next day. <laughs> also, I live for the episodes per- Pertaining to Mariah Carey's awards like Grammys or Songwriter Hall of Fame, most especially when you guys get heated up because <laughs> my friends are not lambs. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, you always yeah. need like that non, you need that lamb outlet because uh, yes. the other people <laughs> in your life are not living for it. <laughs> and they're not listening. They're not, they're like, what is he talking they about? They are literally just smiling and nodding at you. <laughs> Believe me, yes. I know. So we are glad <laughs> to be here for you <laughs> in these moments. Yeah. Hey, what about The weekend getting all his snubs after having a hugely successful album uh, it's, this it's year not, and last year? It's not surprising. The only thing I would say in, in regards to that, and I, I still love and enjoy The weekend. he doesn't have to like go to social media and cry about it. Like, Mariah never did that. Well, social media didn't, what didn't exist back then, but you know what I mean? Like, she never said, I'm boycotting the Grammys. She just didn't show up. Yeah, but... It would come off differently because she's a woman, first of all. So the weekend can do that. Okay. I mean, yes, anybody can do that, but <laughs> yeah. It you know, but good for him for actively saying, Screw this, I'm not gonna do it anymore. Because he deserved Grammys. He had a whole he had an excellent album that deserved at least nominations. I'm not saying you're wrong. Absolutely. I mean, listen, Beyonce has enough. Give them to yeah. someone else. Please. Didn't we say who's running the Grammys? Beyonce fans. They're still running the 
Grammys. Yeah, and if it's not the Beyonce fans, it's the Taylor Swift fans. And yeah. we love everybody, but I'm just saying, we do, we do. like, come on. Yes. Like, let's get real here. So, again, they're still corrupt and bogus. And, you know, thank you to The weekend for confirming our suspicions. Yes, absolutely. We do appreciate that. We're not crazy. But don't get me heated up now because I will. <laughs> Beyonce and her 20 million Grammys can go somewhere. <laughs> Even though I love Beyonce, I'm just saying. There's too many. It's too many. It's unnecessary. Her. It's absolutely unnecessary. And just the fact that, like, even, like, you see, I'm getting heated now. <laughs> just the fact, like, legendary artists like a Tina Turner, like uh, Aretha Franklin have, like, well, Aretha has a, a, a whole bunch, but, and she des- deserves them. But, like, you know, somebody mm-hmm. like Tina Turner or a Janet mm-hmm. Jackson or even a Madonna, for that matter, do not have mm-hmm. the Grammys that they should, the amount of Grammys that they should. Let's not even get Mariah involved. Tell me which Beyonce album is better than The Emancipation of Mimi. Tell me why. (laughs) Fantasy did not win female pop vocal. Tell me why Butterfly did not win female pop vocal. You're not telling me Sarah McLaughlin or Sheryl Crow (laughs) has a Uh better female pop vocal than Mariah Carey. When here in 2021, you're telling me that Taylor Swift has a female pop vocal that deserves a Grammy? Bitch, bye. Uh Bye. We're... Yeah, we're not submitting our songs anymore. No, it's ridiculous. Yeah, we're starting our own award show, Weekend <laughs> and Mariah. Yes, we'll invite them. It's a, it's a whole <laughs> fabulous moment. Um, but anyways. We do need a Mariah Carey award show for music excellence. Yes, we absolutely That we do. give to other people. Yes, yes, she should. Because all these people who are out nowadays have just the way that like people like Aretha Franklin have influenced people like Mariah. And now mm-hmm. Mariah's influencing the other younger generations. It's like, can she get an award that she can present to others? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like how Mariah won the Soul, Aretha Franklin Soul Train Award in 1998, I believe. Mm-hmm. She wore that yes. beautiful silver dress, all real cute. Yes, yes, yes. That's what we need. One day, one day. Oy. All right. Uh, okay, guys, we're going to keep talking over at the Patreon after show. If you want to join us there, that's another way to support the show. So head over to patreon.com slash the Mariah Report. And the link is in the description. Absolutely. Check it out. You can also follow us on your favorite podcast app, Spotify, the Apple. That also helps, guys, believe it or not, when you click and interact with these apps, they start recommending it to other people as suggestions. So that helps us grow. So follow us on your click subscribe or follow or whatever you have there. You can follow me on Instagram at martin x burgess and i'm on instagram as mcde1931 and of course there's also the mariah report that you can follow on the twitter and the instagram yeah we have some good artwork coming from sean as well he's updating yes some new things the 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 birthday diva mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so keep an so, eye out yeah. for all of that but again thank you for listening we'll see you soon bye bye The Mariah Report is produced and edited by Dan Enriquez and Martin Burgess. Hosted by Dan Enriquez and Martin Burgess. Graphics created by Sean Marks. Theme music created by E-Reezy Beats. Thank you to the listeners who support the show on Patreon. 
If you'd like to show your support or for more information, visit the show notes in your podcast app.